Wrestling has more than one royal family. gentlemen welcome to another episode of the work shoot show i'm your one of your hosts mr lyndon burton joined by your other host mr peter mcginn this is episode give me one second different workflow this is episode 23 oh we're on our our michael jordan shit sorry for the sorry for the different look i'm recording from a different computer but we're, we're doing the damn thing we are we are we got there after some mm-hmm. technical difficulties we got there yes sir pete how you doing brother oh man doing really good um i live up north and the summer is officially over but today you got randomly super hot so trying to enjoy the beautiful weather while i can before it starts getting uh i was about to say when does it snow for y'all uh probably like november but okay. it's, it, we get fall two weeks before everybody else does oh nice okay yes. so would y'all say would you say y'all have better weather than like some of the east coast towns uh, like the east coast cities that has snow uh we, we probably get more snow it's colder uh but it's all right <laughs> okay okay hell yeah. yeah well glad to be here we got a lot to discuss we got to talk all got out we got to discuss payback. We got to discuss the status of AEW and WWE. But before we get to any of that, we got to talk to you about your favorite wrestler. Oh, me? Yeah. Well, My you're, favorite you're, you're, wrestler? Well, when, when we first started this show, you told me this man was your favorite wrestler. Now, I know after brawling and everything that happened, you lost a little respect for the man. But I assume he's still your, your, at least your childhood favorite wrestler. Yeah, childhood favorite wrestler is a good way to put it. Um, CM Punk is a clown. Um, <laughs> you know, it's like it's like the fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Nah, like this is the second time in a matter of few years that this happened. Mm-hmm. Um, if it quacks like a duck, if it walks like a duck, it's probably it's a, duck. a duck. And that that's just how I, that's how I'm viewing it. I know I know it's a little. There's like a civil war between like this who's in the right and the wrong. I think he's a clown. Um, that's pretty much my stance on it. I've lost a lot of respect for him, and he's no longer my favorite wrestler. I'm looking for a new favorite wrestler. <laughs> I'll say this. Like, if Jack Perry... Okay, so the whole situation started because Jack Perry called him out at All In about in the pre-show about using glass. My thing is this. If Tony Khan and the people... Or not, not even the managers. If Tony Khan said it was okay for him to use glass... Or if someone in upper management said it was okay for him to use real glass, then CM Punk, I don't give a fuck what you say. The people that are your boss and my boss told me I could use glass. I get you want to be a locker room leader, but bro, you can't go in there expecting yourself, oh, I'm CM Punk, I'm this locker room leader, everybody treat me this way. It has to happen over time. Like, you can't just force your way to be something if no one believes you as that. Yeah, no, for sure. And I think that's what he wants. Like, I think he wanted to be respected as 
the Undertaker of WWE of of AEW. Like I'm the locker room leader. It's my era because he saw the eras. He saw Undertaker have his moment. He saw Triple H become the locker room leader, and he wanted his era. But it was John Cena. And then at this company, he was like, No, no, no. It's my it's my show. I'm the locker room leader. And when people didn't respect him that way and respected the elite that way, he took a problem with it. At the end of the day. Yeah. Nope. I agree. I also think it's like you know Jack Perry's newer to the the, the business mm-hmm. and i i we've really never seen him be a heel and i think that's just like cheap heat a way to get it and i don't think the way punk reacted to somebody who's like getting his feet as a heel wet. like yeah. yeah wet should be that serious yeah you can talk to him and stuff but like do you really think that was like jack perry coming at CM punk no no and no. my thing is like CM Punk should have like yes, Jack Perry should have been suspended, but CM Punk, you just got back from fighting. Yeah, right. Why would you smush him in the face? Like you can use your words. He didn't hit you. He just said something that embarrassed you, and you took a major offense to it because he didn't respect you as a leader. Well, you should have told him something. I don't know if hitting him in front of Tony Khan is the way to go. And if so, you made such a mess that monitors were falling on your boss. Like, yep. what are you doing, you dummy? This is before the show. Wait till after the show and then beat it, beat him up if you want. And I, I guarantee if he would have chose to fight him at a different time, it might have been a different result. Yep, yep, I agree. And it's just, it, it doesn't matter if it's wrestling or any other profession or something, or even in real life, if you think you're, like, you're above somebody else because of like who you are, I I like that. It's, yeah, facts. To me, that's like that's not what CM Punk like stood for. Mm-hmm. Like he he really did stand for like kind of like the, the voice the of the person voices. outside out, voice of reason, a little bit different than like the mold of like especially in WWE. He was not big. He was not buff. He was just the dude. And I think a lot of people resonated with that. But then when you're the asshole punk, like people don't like like the asshole. The people like like the smart, the witty asshole or something like that. They don't like the jerk. They it like goes the, the the bully. It goes back to I'm trying to find word for word what um what uh what my man Triple H told CM Punk. But basically, the promo of the top guy. C- Triple H to CM Punk back in 2011 on on SmackDown where he goes, you're all about being this catalyst for change, the voice for the voiceless. If it means you're at the top, exactly. If you're not number one, then all of that goes out the window, and it's just how can I be number one? And once I'm number one, then the voice of the voiceless matters. Then all these other people matter because you're making the decisions as the top guy, and yep. that's what you want. If, it, exactly. if you're not the top guy, then it doesn't matter about getting all these other wrestlers involved. And Triple H goes, at least when I did that, I stabbed you in front of you, and I and I told you to your face, yep. you do things that are conniving and behind the scene. I, I'm a, I look, I'm a, I don't know how you feel about Ryback, but I after all of this, I went watch some of Ryback explaining CM Punk. It's very interesting how Ryback views and how he's had people prove that he didn't injure CM Punk uh, purposely. He had do- he interviewed the the doctors at WWE, he interviewed the people who put the padding. Maybe Ryback shouldn't be held so much as a monster in this whole CM Punk Ryback thing. Yeah, no, I I do agree to an extent. Um, and I don't know much about it. I'm just telling you, as like someone no, who 
didn't watch WWE at that time, and I'm just doing research looking at both sides. There's definitely two sides to that story, for sure. For sure. But, like, uh, it, Ryback, uh, not like Nia, Nia Jax, where, like, she hurts everybody, but, like, Ryback was known to be... That guy? Not really the safest worker. Riz so... Holland of today. <laughs> yeah. Well, Dude. Rich Holland's, like, that was... I feel like that was, like, a it was, freak accident. It was accidental but... both times, for sure. Yeah. But, but you, um, you get yeah, you get yeah, where yeah. I'm going with that, yeah, though, yeah, yeah. for sure. But yeah, man, the scene. Do you feel AEW's better off now because of it? Because I will say this: yes, yeah. Whether or not we agree with him, he made a good show in Collision. Oh, he like, <laughs> like he was responsible his, for that. Yeah, yeah. Like his in ring stuff is great. Like what he brings to a business. I think he was the number one seller in AEW for merch. Like for at least for a, a bit, if not for a while and not yeah. the whole time he's there he's you know? a draw so like they lost mm-hmm. one of their biggest draws but I, do i think like the locker room is in a better spot absolutely mm-hmm. like I, I don't know what that's going to come of it um maybe we can talk about that later on but um i'm happy he's gone which is crazy to think that but yeah i mean I, i'm looking forward to like where AEW goes from now without him and for sure and the if you're back on mox if you're a fan on of this show go back and listen to our first episode and hear pete's thoughts on cm punks compared to episode 23 two uh, vastly different opinions <laughs> hey change your opinions when new information becomes available. no for sure i'm just i was just because of what you just said about how he was so much of a draw and just thinking of some of the stuff we were predicting back yep. then completely different than where we are now so okay what do you want to review which uh card do you want to go first oh i don't know if we could do we have time to review like all the cards but no I no, mean, no no and not review them like how we normally do i mean just talk about them okay well how about this let's uh the all-in results mm-hmm. um we did we did our um initial guesses you went eight and three Oh, nice. I went I went seven and four. Okay, nice. So once, once again, you got the dub. Um, that but you did well. To, I'm all right with that, Bob. So far, my now you're at thirty wins and fifteen or thirty correct, fifteen incorrect. I'm at twenty one correct, twenty four incorrect. You're almost five hundred. That's what matters. You got to get to uh, five hundred. Got got to get there. How about um? Let's talk about some of our favorite matches from All In because okay, I, oh, yeah, I don't know talk if I was, about All In in the moment. When it was all said and done, I thought it was maybe the best pay-per-view I've ever seen. Um, I thought every I'm trying to think if there was like a bad match. Even like the the four-way women's match mm-hmm. was good and maybe had my favorite spot of the night. What spot um, was that? That was the curb stomp with oh. she how they're up in like the, the lock and she had like all of her limbs tangled and then Soraya came and curb stomped um that Tony Storm. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, that spot was insane. Ah man, there's just so many good matches. Um so, so why don't you pick uh one of your favorites and then I'll pick one of my favorites and then we can move yeah. to yeah, we can that way we can cover all of them or talk okay. about some of your or you could do two matches, however many you want. Okay, cool. I I, I mean to start it off the CM Punk versus Samoa Samoa Joe match, I think this is a legit five star match. That was it was great. I it was such that. a great way to start it out. And it showed he still had some juice, even because I thought he didn't have any more juice. But I will say Samojo carried that. Samojo did, inc- oh, God, so good. Um, the spot, as whenever he like, gets out of the way, when people are like, jumping over ropes, mm-hmm. they'll never get old. I thought everything about that match, just like the chemistry and the storytelling that they were doing was just incredible. I was like, this is well, like, the, the best opening match. Like these, if, The entire card, if I were to pick an opening, like a real opening match, 
That would be it. And they did that as well. And it was just star studded. Everything I wanted and more and the aftermath or whatever was whatever. But the match mm-hmm. itself, I thought was five Great. stars. I'm, I'm trying to think if that was my favorite match of the night. It was it's it's up there. I have mine. I, my favorite match of the night has to be. And I think it's because this might have been the best storytelling, in my opinion, and how I followed the story from start to finish. BCC versus stadium versus uh best friend stadium stampede match. That was my most fun match. I I last watching that when Sue came in, I popped. And I I remember telling you in our predictions, I feel that BCC will lose because the way the story was set up, the faces had to win. The faces had to get a dub because they got beaten down. You destroyed this man's mom's car. You embarrassed them. Like, and then Eddie getting his loss. And then now, just like I predicted, Eddie won BC and which I'm gonna call it one. Now Eddie's facing Claudio Can't for wait. the Ring of Honor champ. He has to win that. It's in New York. He has like, to he win. Has to win that. That's it. That's a dynamite this upcoming Wednesday. It's in New York in Eddie's home. It's set up yeah, perfect. Yeah, Grand Slams will be sick. And, and then yeah. if you think of the storytelling, they took away Orange Cassidy's belt yep. and put it on Mox. It's only right to give the faces of that crew collective a win with Eddie Kingston. Yep. No, I agree. Uh, I think the New York, both New York boys should come out on top at Grand Slam. I think Mm -hmm. that will be something for the ages. I can't wait for this one. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. But that stadium stampede match, I know people expected like horses and stuff. I I knew with chairs and everything being the way it was and not just a real field, it would have been more so like a street fight where everything anywhere happens, you know, mm-hmm. but I think they, for the, for what they had and what they did, I think they did a damn good job. Uh, Eddie at one point got hit by like a, a, I'm pretty sure it was like a fake bottle, but he sold it so well. I thought it was like a real bottle. And I thought he was like, cause like Claudio, was, like I think Claudio hit him. Up. Yeah, he did. And like, and like Eddie like sold it and Claudio like looked like, Oh, did I, I really just, hurt him? I think yeah. I just killed him. <laughs> and then, like, Claudio just, like, kind of just goes... This is, I think they're in, like, a suite at the time. And Claudio just, like, leaves. And, and that's when he goes on, down. On and I was like, floor. what the hell? I the thought only, Eddie... Yeah, no, you're right. The only bad thing, though, about this match is when Eddie came back, he should have been holding a, the a bottle of gasoline. <laughs> no, just the old school... Where, that, where that oh, the old, classic where he's walking back? Yeah. Walking back, he's about to light somebody on fire. Callback to that would have been sick. Oh man, I'd have loved so, that. So I'm just like looking at the card. I don't even know if there was like a bad match. I don't think like, there was. Like I, maybe, man. Jericho Osprey. Jericho is too old to be wrestling. Too like, old, like Will Osprey. Too damn saying, old. He did not hang with him. No, nope. he did not hang at all. He tried. Um, I didn't really like this build up anyway. Me neither. Um. But like, like that was like a fine match because like Will Ospreay's like a beast. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that might be my least favorite match. It's got to be mine. It, yeah, but I will say another great match I loved. If I'm gonna give yep. one more great, FTR versus the Young Bucks. Oh yeah, that match. I popped. I popped into your thing at the time during that match. I know I didn't come back. Dude, every. You always joined me. I'm like, I'm like, God for five seconds. I was looking seconds. for you, and yeah. I was like, and then my girlfriend called, and I was like, Well, damn, I don't know when Pete's going back. I'm gonna just do what my girlfriend is asking the, me of the time. The one time I go to the bathroom, like, of course, that's when you pop in. And FTR versus the Young Bucks was great, bro. Like all the the callbacks to their old matches, FTR doing their moves, uh, Bucks doing FTR's moves. Like, I love that match. Yeah. Oh, uh, one thing though, the coffin match. 
Mm. When um, Sting and Darby won, Swerve's dreads were outside. I thought that the whole time. I and thought I'm... they were going to play that. I, mm-hmm. and they, they haven't played that card yet. I, I th- oh, man. Uh, that's because Darby's now into a thing with Christian Cage, and Cage yeah, is trying I... to get him another young boy, being yeah. a weirdo. <laughs> uh, I'm, kind, I'm kind of upset with that. But, however, the Mogul Embassy, um, Prince Nana just resigned. So, it's like... The Mogul Embassy is going to be like a legit thing now, even though Brian Cage just lost to Hangman yesterday. But Swerve's going to be Hangman. I feel it. They're they're more of like a trios thing than whatever. But and I feel Swerve's going to go for the championship soon. I feel like after Hangman, he might be the next person. He might be the one to defeat uh, MJF because I can't see it. uh, Let me just. I I know at right now we can't see it, but after post Hangman feud is what I which I do think will take. A couple pay-per-views. I do think it'll take some time, and I do think Swerve will lose one and then win one. But him saying the first black AEW champion, putting that pressure on Tony Khan, if it's Ooh. not him, it's going to be Ricky Starks. It's one of them. I just oh. can't tell you who it is right now. But you, when he you, said that you in see his the promo, Ricky Starks news, though? What happened with Starks? WWE, very interested in Starks. Hey, very I would love in- Look, <laughs> him and Cody starting a nightmare faction. I'd be all for it. But see, the problem is with that, I need Cody to be champion. And if Ricky goes, I want Ricky to be champion. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's it's issues with that. Yeah. <laughs> also, well, speaking of that, Jade Cargill to WWE. Yeah, that's all about her contract. Confirmed. Yeah, yep, her contract's over. Confirmed. So wait, do you think that means she's losing? For, and see, I should have known when they put her on Rampage. I was like, y'all are just showing why Jade doesn't want to be here. Yeah. Yep, she's gone. Hopefully, WWE. I think. So you think, it, you think it's official? WWE. I didn't see. I didn't yeah, see yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think it's all. I, I don't think it's confirmed. I think it's like all but confirmed. Okay, real. Yeah. Real, 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 real. Any other match that you want to mention that you think from All In we should talk about? Uh from All In, whew, I mean, they were all. It's like, it's hard to say when everything was so good. Um, the. Ibushi, Hangman, Kenny versus Bullpup. How do you feel about that, Kenny? Yeah. Kakesha has the worst intro music of all time. Mm. The worst. It's just that dead noise. Oh, it's so bad. Um, I, However, their all-out match was spectacular. See, man, I'm so... I just want Kenny to win again. Like, and that's where I'm at with this whole Takeshita thing. And I thought, I thought, like it was like Will Osprey, he would lose one, win one. He's lost twice. I get their building to catch up for yeah, the eventual Kenny win. But you're right, that was a great match. Also, I'm seeing the Jade Cargill stuff. Yeah, bro. I didn't know. I didn't realize this. Like you said, her contract structure to where she could go to WWE next week. What? Yeah. <laughs> Yo, if Jade goes there, instant, instant, real Ripley and Bianca Belair should be worried. <laughs> yeah, she's got the look. All depends if they want to push her that way or not. Mm-hmm. But. Okay. Uh, can we yeah, talk all ahead. out real quick? Yeah, let's go ahead. We can go uh, wherever the, you want to go. Of the whole week, weeks, the strap match, Brian Danielson versus Ricky Starks, match best, of the... Yeah, best match of all. Oh my Payback, God, all in. Yes, I agree that, a thousand percent. That's a contender for match of the year for me. Mm-hmm. I There was a point where... I thought all out might have been better than all... No, well, I think just because of the... Everything all in was. I, I I don't think it was, but all out was the wrestling way, was was incredible at all out. That's what I'm they're saying. both great, but like all out was like way better than I thought it was going to be. Like it was great. I knew like Kenny and Takesha were going to be good. I didn't think it was going to be great, and it was great. Mm-hmm. Um kind of like the the pivot with Brian and Starks, where 
I didn't think that that was going to be. I knew that was going to be great because like they're two incredible workers, but I didn't know it was going to be like match of the year good. Like Miro and Hobbs was good too. <laughs> oh, the the whole meat chance, bro! I was laughing my ass off, and then Lana came in. They're changing beat yep. that meat, beat that meat. I was like, oh my god, they're getting meat over right now. Oh, just what? A, and like, then Shibata all, like, and Kingston. Oh, that was awesome. Yeah, it was just like all in was like. An event. True. This this was like a wrestling show. Yeah. This was like going to like a concert of your favorite band and they play like almost all their best songs or something like that. It was just like, oh my God, just like vibing the whole time. I'm like, this is so. From match nine to 13, All Out didn't like from going from Danielson and Starks to Blackpool Combat versus Eddie and Shibata to Kanosuke Kinney. To Bullet Club Gold versus FTR and the Bucks that to John great. Moxley and Orange Cassidy. What a way to end a card. Yeah, just just an incredible two-week span of wrestling mm-hmm. where I was just blown away by like everything that I saw mm-hmm. from AEW. There's one spot though I want to call out in the Danielson Starks match where Danielson was like he like got the strap and he like went to hit Starks I think in like the shoulder but there was like so much extra loose where it wrapped around and slapped Stark in the face I was like I know that was an accident but that spot was primo <laughs> oh it was so good <laughs> oh my god all that, that Ricky showed how he's a star in that man he did he he's so good freaking did all right he's you so want to go to uh payback now Ooh, yes. Give me one second here. All right. I, I'm, it's six matches. I thought it was, you know, I thought Payback was cool. I didn't think it was the best WWE pay-per-view. I would say the Rey Mysterio Austin Theory stuff was a snooze fest. Poor Austin Theory. What John Cena predicted of how, depending on how you take this rub, you'll either go to the moon or you will bury yourself. He's been burying himself. Nothing Theory does has been exciting. They should have put fucking um, your boy Gunther versus Chad Gable on the pay-per-view yes. instead of that garbage. That, I, that should have... I'm not even kidding. That should have closed the night. Like I think that mm-hmm. should have been over Rollins and Nakamura. Oh, I agree. I agree 2,000%. Because let me be honest. Rollins and Nakamura was a little lackluster. And maybe that's because I wanted Shinsuke to win. And that's how the story was setting it up to be. But I'm sorry. I did not like what Seth Rollins was doing in that match. And he basically, I saw, you uh, was on Reddit. Someone said he did his best Tanahashi impression. It was a lot of Tanahashi <laughs> moves to try to, and I'll give him this. It was a good match, but it wasn't my favorite of matches. And I, I watched, it was very, it was them paying homage to Shinsuke versus Tana back in New Oh, Japan. gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, to be honest, I thought this was just like a very normal pay-per-view. Yeah, it didn't I'm, do it, anything. I, I am kind of glad that KO and Sammy gave up the belts just because I feel like they weren't doing a whole lot with it. Zero. And it makes and, Judgment Day much more effective in yeah. now for, I don't know what we call them, profit business, street business. I'm ready for street business versus Judgment Day, baby. No, I can't wait for that. And let's throw, that. let's throw Mello in street business and have him, you know, give the belt to Dragon off. That way we can have a full match of the full judgment day of Finn Balor, Damien, uh, fucking, I'm um, blanking on his name, uh, the Mysterio, Dom, and then, Dom. uh, and then, um, the new boy, JD McDonough versus Therefore. <laughs> yep. And it sounds like Wesley is coming up. 
Mm. After that, after his loss to Ilya, oh. it sounds like it sounds like Wesley's getting called to the main roster, which I'm a little surprised because I thought yeah. I was I thought I'd be mellow. Me too. Okay, so then I, it'll I be thought, Wesley I would Ilya, hurt business. I, I thought Ilya would be winning and mm. uh, Mello would be coming up, but it sounds like Wesley is coming up first. So mm. what okay. they're gonna do with him will be interesting because I so I don't know who is Ilya really gonna lose for a second time against Mello? Like now I don't know. Yeah, that's interesting. Throwing Wes up because I don't think Wes can cut a promo. I'm gonna be honest with you. I know that's messed up for me to say, but every time he talks, I get bored. Instantly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, Mello should go up. But to your point, if Mello with Wes going up, I don't know if Ilya's gonna beat him now. I was confident yeah, I, I, in that. I, I thought for sure I I was really confident that Mello was going up. And I don't think that's the case anymore. I think I don't know if it's like a pivot or that it was never in the cards, but we shall see. But that Ilya mm-hmm. versus Melo match is going to be can't miss shit. Like, yep, Wesley versus Ilya was like a five star match. Uh, mm-hmm. Ilya with one of the coolest clotheslines since the Rainmaker. Like that, Larry that, he did that, Chef's Kiss. That needs to be a finisher. That need, I, somebody needs to copy that as their finisher because that move is. Like if you daze somebody and then like kind of like wind up like a haymaker, but instead of a haymaker, you do a lariat and just knock him the fuck out. Oh, so good. The one where Love he jumped spot. on him and punched him. It was like a, a jumping punch and he fell yeah, on top yeah, of him. Yeah. That yeah. was insane too, man. Like, yeah. Yeah, like you do that for a minute. I really I like love that, that move. But in, in payback, glad Becky Lynch and Trish Stratus gotta give him credit. That that steel cage match, one of the best women's matches and best matches, period, all year. Trish got it. Like a lot of people were saying that, like she doesn't think they she could, she could hang in this day and age. And I think mm-hmm. she proved that she can. She did. Shout out to L.A. Knight, even though you know the match was good. Uh, whatever. Yeah, I'm it was just, whatever. L.A. Knight will elevate the U.S. title when he gets it. It's time because Ray having it makes no sense. Austin Theory makes no sense. Uh, Ripley and Raquel, Rhea hasn't had a good match since WrestleMania. I'm going to just say it. It's been a minute. minute. (laughs) I'm just going to say it. (laughs) It's been a minute. (laughs) But that's pretty much payback. Anything else you want to cover before we uh, finish this episode? Uh, we got the the PWI top 500 came out oh, the other day. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, Seth Rollins got the number one spot, which I think is very well deserved. Do you think he's the best wrestler in the world? I think keep it a bean. <laughs> is he the best wrestler in the world? No. Do you think he should be number one on this list? I'm That's fine with I him. Mean. I feel like I'm fine because like so how it's it's based off win loss record, championships won, quality of the competition, major feuds, performance uh, within a wrestler's promotion, and overall wrestling ability. Mm-hmm. So take all that into effect. Um, also, this is from July first, twenty twenty two to twenty twenty three because. There's a specific name on here that I won't. I'll mention in a second here, but I think Rollins. I think should he be over Moxley and Roman? It's tough because, like, I I don't think he should be above Roman. I don't Even either. if there has been some flubs in the bloodline, when the bloodline was at its peak, it was like, the best. It was the best by like mm-hmm. a mile. So like, even if there's been some lower stuff, it's still like the the top was. And I know, we, I know we talk about Roman's quality of matches, but who is, like, Seth ain't really been battling, like, top, top. Like, Seth's matches haven't been the best. I'm going to just call it spade a spade. I would honestly do Roman, John Moxley, Seth, if well, we're I, with those three. Because I think John Moxley's had the best matches of the three. 
Uh, one second here. Because um, John has been killing it. I'm looking at the rest of this top 10 while you pull that up. I won't cut anybody. Glad your boy got high up as he did. I don't know if five should be ahead of six. I think that's crazy. Um, and I think my guy at number 10 should have been seven. So <laughs> so something like the, the Rhodes, Rollins. That counts? Uh, that counts. So oh. it's, it's July. So yeah, so that counts in this time frame. Oh, never mind. So like mm -hmm. stuff like that counts towards his PWI ranking. So like, I mean, to me, that was my match of the year last year. It was so. mine too. Yeah, no, you're right. But oh, it's just hard good. to like think back that far. Because I'm giving Cody Roman high too, bro. Like, so they both have a Cody match. And then I still think John Moxley overall has had better matches than the both of them. But I think I would. I, I oh, think I went on Roman, Mo Roman, <laughs> Roman Moxley, Seth. Okay, that's. But I think like, that's what I'm doing too. I agree with you. Well, like I'm, I'm like Seth is. If he's not one, like is he? Uh, should he be in the top ten? Absolutely. Oh, he's in the top three. I'll give. Yeah, I'll say that. Yeah. So it's like if he's number one, it's it's fine. Like I, I have no issues with it. Like I like Gunther being at four too. I'll say that. I, I think he deserves it. Like. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, so the rounded out Gunther at four, El Helio de Vikingo at five, MJF at six. MJF Okada. should have been five. I'm sorry. I'm gonna say it now. Oh MJF. yeah, I think I agree, but Vikingo kind of I know Vikingo's had, been killing it. I know. He's been transcending like Mexican wrestling like more than anybody since like because that maybe Brian when, Danielson like, MJF matches up for match of the year this year. But like his triple A stuff has been crazy good too. Okay, so fair. Th there's a lot. And like he wrestles more than MJF, I'm guessing. A lot oh, more. He wrestles all the he had like WrestleMania weekend, he had like five matches or something. Okay. All right. Well then I uh, I can see how. So Okada seven, Cassidy eight, Josh Alexander at nine, which I'm a little surprised he's that high, but uh good for him. And Josh Alexander's then, great. I just hate that he got injured in the middle of this. Like, yeah. to me, if Josh Alexander doesn't get injured, I'm going to be honest, Pete, he should have probably been seven you, over you Okada. that high? Like, he's that, he's that good of a wrestler, and he kills it. But I'm going to say Cody Rhodes should have been seven with Josh Alexander's injury. Yeah. Like, okay. Cody's been incredible. Like, yeah. I, I know you love Okada, but over Cody? I, I don't think Okada – Okay, so there, there's a name missing. Even though the G1 doesn't count, Naito didn't make the top 500. Oh, I saw that. Which is wild. He, like, he leads the most popular faction in the third or fourth biggest promotion in the world. Like, how does Naito not make the top 500? But someone like, I who I like to see is that, like, towards the bottom. Someone like Cheeseburger. Like, <laughs> I know you're Cheeseburger right. made it? Yeah, absolutely right. Just just silly, but um props to Seth. I think this is the first time he got number one. So uh yeah, good good for him. He deserves it. Uh and we'll um just looking at the list, I like Carmelo Hayes being 13. I like Claudio being 12, and I like Samoa Joe being top 15 as well. Like I think all those guys deserve it. I really do. Oh, Will Ospreay 17. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Your guy should be higher. I'm sorry. What is Will Ospreay doing at 17? <laughs> I, he, I, I feel like he just didn't. He established himself as, to me, the best pure wrestler in, in the, the world. world. Mm -hmm. But in terms of, like, storylines and feuds oh. and stuff like that, I don't know if it's there, and that's probably why. But if you're putting Bikingo at five, 
with and that's rest pure wrestling. And let me tell you, Josh Alexander, he does some storytelling, but a lot of that's pure wrestling. I think Osprey got to be higher for those names. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I'm, I'm actually okay with Will Osprey. You're He's okay, like, okay. Well, that's your guy. I was just playing. Well, for, I was yeah, my you yeah. my wrestler of the year last year. He's probably gonna be my wrestler of the year this year. Um, I think I'm okay with it, just okay. because the 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 feuds aren't there, but the the match quality is, is there. there. Okay, yeah. hell yeah. Well, that's pretty much everything, Pete. I got this week. Ne- uh, next episode, we could really go into this PW. We can do our top uh like top ten wrestlers, or so we could do a we could do a twenty list or something. We'll figure okay. something out. Yeah, okay. I want to. They have their five hundred. We'll do twenty, and we'll okay. have our top twenty wrestlers from all uh. AW, WWE, NXT, New Japan, and I and I'm gonna put some impact guys in there. You don't have to, okay. but, but I definitely will. Sounds good. Yeah, and then right. we'll we got uh I think the next pay-per-view is fastly, but that's not for like another three weeks. So yeah, we gotta, so we got some time. We got a drought going on right now. Yes, sir. So that that'll do that'll cover us that our list will be the episode that covers us until fastly. So we're <laughs> Tell the people they can follow you at on social media, my guy. Uh, best way to find me uh, is probably my anime podcast. What do you say, Annie? That's what do you say, A-N-I on Twitter. I'm excited. I literally have it on my uh, to-do list this weekend to watch the Space Dandy episode because I love Space Dandy. And seeing Ooh. your three comparisons on Twitter, I was like, oh, I never thought of Space Dandy like that. Yeah, we uh, that was a spicy episode. We are very conflicted on. Uh, okay, on well, I'm excited. So. I'm excited to see what y'all say. Hell yeah! yeah so peace so, that. Y'all definitely check out Pete's podcast. Y'all can follow me at LimbyWT. Follow Bros who think at Bros who think. We got a lot of content out. Make sure you check that out. YouTube and Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. But until next time, for Pete, my name is Lennon. You guys have a good one and peace. Peace.